Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony coming with another episode of the Karate Chronicles Legacy Edition with my father, Sensei Bobby Thomas, my uncle, Sensei Freddie King. How you guys doing? Great, great, great. Fantastic. I have a good question. My question today is, given the relatively low opinion of traditional martial arts and the popularized, televised version of mixed martial arts, do you think that mixed martial arts will overtake traditional martial arts in terms of popularity in the public eye. Because I always going to have people that do both that are kind of insulated and diehards. But do you think that MMA competitions and that kind of training mindset will overtake traditional mindset, become like the new classical? I believe that... <clears throat> One of them, uh, mixed martial arts, for example, <clears throat> as far as application, as far as fighting goes, as far as intensity goes, I believe is the ultimate result of what you want. Traditional training, uh, rigidity, focus, this kind of thing is the initial beginning to MMA. Huh. You see what I, I mean? see what you mean, yeah. And I did some of everything. Box, karate tournaments, I wrestled, we did uh, uh, jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. And I tell people, uh, you know, uh, on the street, I do not want to go to the ground if possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, are you trying to uh, tie somebody up with a choke, arm bar, and stuff like that? His buddy could kick you right in the head. I've seen it before. Exactly. I I saw it before, too. Mm -hmm. I saw a video where this guy was basically throttling at someone else. Mm -hmm. The guy who was being throttled, his his legs were open. The guy was in between his legs. So, technically, the guy being throttled was being throttled in his own guard. Like, he didn't have... He 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 had no self-defense knowledge from his back. Yeah. And the guy was being throttled. The guy on top of him was throttling him. And the, and the guy on the bounce, mom walked up and kicked him right in the face. Uh, knocked him unconscious. Yeah. I mean, you could tell by the way his body jerked right. and his head planted into the dude. So he was out on impact. Mm-hmm. He never saw it coming. He was right. so busy throttling away at this right. that he never saw the other threat. Right. No, I like to right. be aware of my surroundings. I'm hidden and I can move. If you locked up with somebody, you can. And when I was explaining that to somebody, when I was teaching, he said, yeah, you're right. He said, because I got in a fight with somebody, and I had him on the ground hitting him. And then before you know it, I woke up in a hospital. And yeah. so he was asking what happened. He said, while I was uh, hitting the guy, I got kicked him right up under the chin, mm. laid him out, and he woke up with IVs and stuff like that in him. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, I mean... I like the ground so I know what to do to get up as right. soon as possible. Right. But I'm right. not going to make a career down there. No, <laughs> no, I'm getting up. You know, it's, um, I think people that look at MMA stuff, they think that that's the end all be all because they can't separate sport fighting from fighting. Like I tell people, there's, fighting, yeah. I go, there's self defense, there's a fight. And then they're sparring. And most people don't know the difference between the three. I go, self-defense is what you do for a criminal assault. That person got the advantage of uh, knowing that they're going to assault you. Mm -hmm. And probably environment. Like, Mm -hmm. they've probably chosen the place. You know, I go, that's different. And MMA training, for all of its value, doesn't teach that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, not unless you have some maybe military element thrown there. But they don't teach that. So people think that, oh, I can fight everywhere. 
that doesn't mean that you know how to block a club. And I've seen, I saw a, a video of a fight in Brazil where a guy got laid out by a two by four because for all of his Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu and stuff, he didn't know how to, he know how to outside block. Yeah, he didn't he, know how to block. He, he, didn't, he didn't know how to run or stand on <laughs> the telephone pole. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know how to run around the car like we do. Like, go ahead on with that. Go ahead on with that. You run around, they run around. Like, right, exactly. I can see you. You exactly. can see me. Yeah. There ain't going to be no distance you know, between yeah. us being close. But. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's why it's important to know. Uh, you got to know when to, when to punch, when to kick, when to throw, and when to lock. Mm-hmm. So it, every situation will dictate that you do one of those. Right. You know, a situation may <clears throat> dictate that you run. It may dictate that you hide, that you stay real quiet. You know, it may dictate that you get close to the person or right. keep distance away from the person. Those are the kind of elements that, that, that self-defense need to know. Right. Do I get close to the person? My judo instructor told me, he says, karate guys don't like to get close because... If you don't know anything about throwing, then why do you want to get close to the guy? And it's, and it's true, you know, because you don't know what your opponent knows. Right. You know, so if you keep him away to a jab and a, a cross and a hook or a roundhouse kick, then you have some advantage. But then if the person gets close to you and grab you, hey, it may be out of your element. So mm-hmm. that's why it's important to learn the element. But when you taught, though, you always taught me how to throw forms and... I mean, it was like a hockey fight. You had to get past the long weapons <laughs> and then close. There was elbows and headbutts and right. And a lot of schools right. don't teach that stuff. Right, right. a lot of schools don't. don't teach that. Right. I remember this one girl. Uh, I found she knew karate. I said, "Oh," and I said, "Well, what would you do?" And I, you know, we sit down. If a guy came at you, so she got back about a few feet and she got uh-huh. into a stand. Uh-huh. And I said, "What are you doing?" She said, "You know, I'm getting ready to fight." Yeah. So I said, "Well, first of all, that's a telegram." Yes. Right. Yes. If you're in the street and get yes. the stand and a guy come at you, you lost the element of surprise where you had the advantage. Right. A guy mm-hmm. would come in there mm-hmm. real comfortable because he mm-hmm. doesn't feel a threat. Right. He right, gave away right. that element exactly. of surprise. It's like exactly. a rattlesnake that rattles before it bites you. Yeah, right. exactly. Mamas right. just get to nibbling. They don't yeah. That's right. I tell people all the time. I told this guy, the most poisonous snake don't rattle. Mm-hmm. They bite you. Do you want to hear the rattle now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, forgot to rattle. Yeah. <laughs> you just hear it. <laughs> He's chewing on you, but that's about it. And, and to the point, rattlesnake bites aren't particularly deadly to adult humans. Right. They make you sick. Mm-hmm. They make all that noise and they make you sick. Right. Cobra don't make no noise. Right. <laughs> and you may or may not wake up from it. You know, uh-huh. With any luck, they got some anti-venom running through you. But if not, right. you never heard it coming. Right. You never heard it coming. And I just... Just, and yeah. that'd be a wrap, you know. What I'm yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that people that look into MMA stuff, they think that all fights are going to be predisposed one-on-one scenarios. Mm-hmm. And we both know that we've we've seen enough people winning a fight and then get cold caught by somebody in the crowd to know that that's yeah. not the right, case. Right, right. So I think that the more popular it becomes on TV, especially in the United States, uh-huh. where I call it, I, I said that they appeal to the Baron Pretzel crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, yeah. The, it's the guy yeah. that go to you know want to see two guys just wing and punch at each other. You know, right. you see how right. they can be good wrestlers and they can be good jiu-jitsu guys, but overall the level of strike well, is pretty Well, low. back yeah. when uh, Pops was young, I remember he was in Navy and got in a fight with somebody. And so back then, if you knock somebody down, you know, that was it. You didn't kick them or anything. The fight was over. And he turned to walk away. So what happened, he felt a sharp pain on his left. Somebody stabbed him right in the arm he went all the way up like this. In fact, he had a big old six-inch scar on his arm. So what happened when he hit the guy, he figured, okay, 
because he was from North, from North Carolina. He thought the fight was over. He and this guy was from New York, and I can't all New York in that way. Right. But mindset uh, different. Yeah, right? yeah, it was a whole different yeah. uh, psychology. <laughs> right. And so after that, he said, "Oh." Then he realized, okay, he's in the real world now because he was in a kind of a, like a smaller town, like right. him and somebody else could get in a fight, and nobody would jump in. This right. person could have all his friends or not, and, and the same thing the person that you know you're fighting. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when they feel you had enough, your friends will pull you off the guy, or your yeah, friends yeah. will pull the yeah. guy off you. You made your point. Yeah, yeah you made your point. And that was it. Yeah, that was that was the idea of a fair fight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And I think that when MMA guys look at their training, they assume that it's going to be a fair fight. Like, um, like getting mounted on someone and wailing on punches, that works when a person walks up, aggresses on you, and then you handle them and get up. But it's like, if it's a melee, you tackle someone and you're mounted, you may get kicked or punched. No, or I get it as soon as possible. Yeah. Sure, he may sure. hit the ground, I may yeah. hit, but I want to get up yeah. because I don't want his buddy stomping me or right. kicking right. me while right. I'm mounting the guy. Right. 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 And we've, we've seen it. And I, I think with that, I, I think that as much as mixed martial arts is gaining televised or video popularity, I think it's doing a gigantic disservice for the people that think that that's the way to defend themselves. Because yeah, I, I think the, the the technique itself, you know, for example, uh, uh, a roundhouse kick and a and a punch to the jaw, I, that's about as effective as you can get. Right. But once you do that, why would you want to mount the guy and choke him out? Right, right. <laughs> or, you know, or put yourself no at sense. a disadvantage. I remember yeah. uh, this guy was uh, showing some shoot fighting. He said, "Hit here." Then you take the guy, and I'm right on top of him. I'm thinking, "Okay, now <clears throat> what did his buddies come?" Right, mm-hmm. right. You're on the ground. I do not like being tied up mm-hmm. or tying somebody That's worst up. Worst case scenario stuff. Yeah, and I'm trying to look around like <clears throat> here, you know, and you know, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 if I get him on the ground, I want to get out, get up as soon as possible. As soon as, as possible. possible. Right. As soon as possible. Try not to get on the ground as a matter oh, of fact. Oh yeah, time. yeah. I but mean, I mean, there's no guarantee that you that you that you won't go to the ground. Right. Yeah. But when you do get there, at you least know you know what, what to do. do. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I think also too, you never, at least I haven't. Well, MMA, I, you can't kick to the head to the head on the, to a grounded opponent. Yeah, to a grounded opponent. But in the street fight, if you're on the ground, you're dealing only with one person. Maybe maybe you're dealing with two people. Learn how to kick their legs from oh, the ground. Absolutely, you know <laughs> to cradle it, like yeah. grab up and kick at their knees. Yeah. Because for people that aren't used to that sort of thing, they're thinking, okay, I can kind of cover my face. If you're kicking uh-huh. for their knees, they're like, they're not going to put their hands yeah. down and right. then another face over. Right. It's, it's a striming right. kind of thing. Right. And right. In that, I think that, like I said, televised sport fighting is not real fighting, and I don't no. think people. No understand that I, I again i think the, the technique is okay but for the reason why you're you're doing it you know right. you can't say that you know you got this guy against the fence and you can and you can knee him in the face and all that, that that's the, that's a fight that's a real right. fight, a fight you know yeah. uh but just don't just don't choke the guy out for the sake of choking the guy out and you got a big crowd oh look at me and that big crowd like you don't know Who's going right, right. to kick you or punch you while you're down? That's right. That's one right. thing I hate. That's right. I, no, I would not go to the ground. Not on purpose. No. Not on purpose. No. I'm thinking if you knock someone down, you think they might get up, kick uh-huh. them when I like stomp down on or Right. <laughs> right. I saw George St. Pierre once. He knocked the dude down and then axe kicked him. Mm. Right. Like straight up and 
bam, hit him right in the middle of the stomach. Ooh. He didn't get up after that. Shockingly, yeah. <laughs> shockingly enough, he yeah. was like, yeah, I ain't yeah. getting up after that. I wonder that. why not. <laughs> I can't imagine someone dropping a telephone pole on your chest and you're yeah. not wanting to get a piece of that mm-hmm. anymore. But mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, it's just really weird to me because I forgot to bring it in, but I'll show you. I have a Black Belt magazine. Mm-hmm. I have all those old ones you gave me. Oh, that yeah. The articles were this thick, and there yeah. was no pictures. We yeah. had Chuck Norris and his stretch pants. That was the only mm-hmm. advertisement they had in the whole video. <laughs> but I looked on, for example, on um, I looked on Black Belt's um, Twitter page, and it said we cover mixed martial arts, traditional martial arts, and, but they put the mixed martial arts before the traditional martial arts. Black Belt Magazine. I'm like, this is like the last vanguard of traditional yeah. stuff, mm, yeah. but they're caving into the popularity of something because they can always see it. Yeah. I think in the whole scheme of martial arts, mixed martial arts is about, what, maybe 10%? Not in the scheme of the world, like maybe 5% maybe. Mm. I mean, it's yeah. it's not that yeah. popular, but it's visual. I think... It's, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what makes true. it popular is the fact that it is visual and it... I hate to say it, but Mary Prattle crowd, lay it out yeah. on the pop, go for it. I, no, I think it's I think it's the, the, the bloodlust. Yeah. Right. It's bloodlust. No, they no, no. They love blood. Yeah. When they see that, they get into that. Yeah, and, and I think that is the difference between MMA and traditional martial arts. Because see that the, they're opposite of one another in this sense. Yes. And that traditional martial arts training and mindset is always to try to preserve peace. Right. Fight only when you need to fight. Right. Uh, uh, don't, you know, you don't, you try to do as little damage as possible to the person without killing them. Right. You see what I'm saying? Whereas the concept in, in MMA is to knock the guy's teeth it's out. To beat them up, not defend yourself. Yeah. Right? Beat them up. Yeah. The exactly. more blood, the higher the rating. Right. This is, this right. is true. Yeah, you right. can say that in journalism. If it bleeds, it bleeds. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that, and recently they have something called Karate Combat, which is a sports karate league. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them come from um, uh, Shorinu and Shitoryu. Right. And you can tell by the way they hold their hands and the way right. they right. throw their punches. Right. These are sport guys that moved into, they wear MMA gloves. Yeah. They wear gi bottoms in their belt, but not their top, which I wish they would yeah. do. But yeah. that's, you know. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's, it's called Karate Combat, and you can see their fights for free on their website. They're not charging oh, yeah? anybody for oh, yeah? it yet because they have sponsors. Okay. And I'll they're getting, I mean, and don't get me wrong, people are getting stretched because yeah. <laughs> they don't got no defense. You know, they got yeah. those long stances. Right. You got a good step in, throws right. a reverse punch, and they're right. wearing four-ounce gloves. Uh-huh. People are going to sleep for you sure. Mean, uh-huh. You mean they're blocking with their face? They're blocking with their face. face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're doing face-ups. with. Their <laughs> 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 and... I think if that gains more popularity, and I hope it does, then maybe people can see the alternative. Right. I personally would like to see like um, Chokushin tournaments or bare knuckle karate tournaments mm-hmm. on TV, so people can get the idea that just because you're a karate guy doesn't mean that you're playing tag like yeah. what mm-hmm. we see in tournaments now. Right, right. It's like Chokushin tournaments; those guys are they're going for it. You yeah, know? I, I think th- those guys are willing combatants. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas. You know, they're probably I don't know, maybe they win a trophy or something like that. I don't know. Well in Is that it? In the Kilgushin well in Karate Combat I think it's it's a professional league. So they're actually professional. They get paid to get fight. Paid. Okay. Which I think would go a long way if like for example, if they fight in this weird little kinda not pit, but it's like it's kinda of like yeah. a bowl. Yeah, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it before. But they bow before they fight. Right. And, okay. You know, That's cool. That happens cool. sometimes in MMA where they touch gloves or whatever, but it's not I'd like people to see white geese and, you know, seeing right, people right. bowing. Right, and, you know, right. that does happen some in MMA, but most of those people came from a traditional martial arts background. Right. Like, I've seen people knock out the other person. They 
they bow and kneel before they walk away. Like, hey, right. this is a match. It's not a fight. This is just, right. Right. Uh, Lyoto Machida does that. He's right. knocked right. people clean out. And he yeah. steps back, bows to his opponent before he leaves. Right. I think if more people could see that kind of stuff. Respect. Yeah, it would Respect. go a long yeah. way. Because what I personally <laughs> don't want to see is mixed martial arts get more press and more TV time than a traditional yeah. martial yeah. art. Because a traditional martial art. Mm-hmm. has something to offer for everyone. Sure. You know, the thing sure. about mixed martial arts is that if someone asks you what you do, you have nothing to show them right. because you're a sport fighter. <laughs> right. Whereas someone may say, oh, man, I have to be so uncoordinated. Check this out. You show them long one and they go, okay, well, right. that works. Get, some, you know, get in shape or especially show them something that's more energetic like short or long three. Right. You know, something uh-huh. that shows something that's not just... Come on, bro. Let's fight. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. you have something to show them, right? Or if you're trying to teach adults, MMA training is largely a young athlete's sport. Mm-hmm. No one takes it up at 30 and it's like, let's mm-hmm. get her done. Yeah. Not if you want to do it for real. They yeah. have to think differently, right? Right. Whereas you can start karate at any age, you know, right. and right. and do well at it, you know, right. and the, and whatever it is you want to get out of it, you can if right. you apply yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't need. I think people need to see more of that. And I think people would be better served and better understanding if they could see that right. there's so much more to offer than this. Like, after an MMA guy's career is over, what does he do? Right. Hopefully he's popular enough to open a gym, get some students, and run a gym. Mm-hmm. But what if he doesn't want to? What if right. he or he doesn't want to? Right. Traditional martial arts, what do you do? Go in my backyard and do makatas. Mm-hmm. Stayed in shape, mm-hmm. read some books, you know, yeah, worked mm-hmm. out some other like-minded mm-hmm. guys that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and there's something to that. So Yeah, the MMA guys don't they don't pick up on the traditional aspect of code of conduct, right. uh, 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 lineage of instructor, and so on, so on, so on. Don't know anything about kata. FF. All they ever did was MMA. You know. Right. So that's one of the elements uh, about uh, tradition, traditional karate, is that you don't have a kata to work on. Or, yeah. yeah. So and I add to that is I remember this one person. Uh, I said, we have a karate demonstration. Uh, would you like to come? She said, oh, no, all that, that punching knee and kicking and elbow. Oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me show you something. So I did. Short two. Mm-hmm. She was in awe. Oh, right. yeah. I'm glad right. she never seen somebody like Bobby do the contest. She yeah. wouldn't even appreciate the way I do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's like a swan yeah. <laughs> compared to what I do. But she looked at that and said, wow, is that karate? I said, yeah. She said, that is beautiful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. that's the difference. You have something to do yeah. always. You have something to show. You can always get a little deep in your stance. It right? shows the it shows the human side, the beautiful side, the right. artistic side of it, as opposed to uh, and the main guys are martial little art. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because even yeah. even what like nowadays, most people take boxing, Muay Thai, wrestling of some variety, and in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I call it the big four. That's mm-hmm. they stick with. I would go as far as to say that those are fighting systems, not martial arts. Mm-hmm. Boxing doesn't have a higher endeavor. And I'm not taking anything away. I love all of those things in the, in their, in their individual form. And, and, and let me take that back. For Thai boxing, as practiced in America, because in Thai boxing, most of the people are, are Buddhists. So they don't have a real desire to hurt each other. Um, right. In, in, um, in fact, a lot of the champion Muay Thai boxers, after they retire, spend one year living in a monastery. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Buakau Pro Murderer. I saw him training. I was like, nope, 
nope, nope. I mean, it was just a whole hour's worth of nope. I ain't doing that. He must be crazy. <laughs> I mean, that he was throwing, he was doing, um, they were doing bag training. He was throwing his roundhouse kicks in sets of 50. Wow. I was like, nah, just no, but hell no. You crazy. I mean, and he wasn't tapping. He was moving that dude. Yeah. Killing machine. When they showed yeah. him training, they showed him kicking down a banana tree. I was like, yeah. nope. Double nerd. And when he was training, he had basically these different height uh, chin-up bars. Uh-huh. And so he'd go from one bar to the next one higher up. Yeah. And he's climbing up and down these bars with multiple grips. Right. I was like, yeah. nerd. Yeah. <laughs> it was all kinds of nope. Yeah. But then yeah. when he retired... He lived a year as a, as a Buddhist monk. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And that's I was nice. like, and a lot that's of nice. championship level fighters mm-hmm. do that to right, kind yeah. of, they've appeased that part of their soul that the competition uh-huh. brought. And a lot of those guys fought exactly. for their family exactly. and they're, you know, into, you know, to, exactly. to provide for their family. Exactly. And when it was done, they're like, mm-hmm. and you never see people after that year go back to fight. Mm-hmm. They may coach. They may do something like that. You know, something you said is that they have no desire to hurt Mm-hmm. Other people, uh, only only psychopaths have a desire to hurt other people. Get right. off on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. get off on it. You know, <clears throat> the mindset is different. Yeah, um, you know, if in boxing you see a guy get a cut and you hear his coach work the cut. Mm-hmm. In entire boxing, because both sides know that the other person is probably fighting to make money for their family, mm-hmm. they intentionally will stay away from cuts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even if, like they don't spar very hard, they mm-hmm. kick those bags to death, and yeah. they're yeah. elbowing and punching. You know, yeah. steel built and radial tire they got right. you know yeah. packed up. But yeah. when they spar, they don't hit each other very hard, right? Because they know that a cut will take someone out of a fight, will right. take food out of their family's mouth, and they don't do that. I mean, right. this is totally versus versus uh, Joe Blow walking down the street, or going to the store to get uh, food, and somebody attacks him. And uh, he take, he dismantles these guys or a person. That's a different mindset, right? You know, here's an innocent man, not yeah. bothering anyone. He's attacked. He doesn't know who these people are or anything like that. So he's got to do what he's got to do. Right. Right. You know, not that he wants to. He has no desire to, to hurt them initially, but they put him in that position mm-hmm. to hurt them. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. that's an interesting way to look at it. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just. Like you've heard me, oh, you know, he, he can't, you know, his eyes swollen, work that cut. Yeah. It's just a different yeah. mindset. And these yeah. MMA cats are, I don't know, like, I personally think that it's kind of leveling off and they may be plateaued. I think it's plateaued in America but, and going but, down. But, uh, yeah, MMA MMA, yeah, I think so. I think But in is. Asia, not so much, but the difference is there. And the yeah. UFC, probably the greatest fighter they've ever had, this little brother named Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, I, I mean, him. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Oh, God. Yes. You see the way, I mean, no weaknesses else. in this game. Yeah. I mean, he threw a guy into the air and armbarred him on the way down. It was yeah. the craziest thing. He mm-hmm. he grabbed the guy, he tossed him, and as the guy was turning, he jumped in the armbar and arm locked him on the way down. Yeah, He got no love. And the, yeah. the brass, Dana White in particular, was saying, well, you know, um, you know, people just don't like to see little guys fight. You know, they like to see the big, heavy bruisers, right? He's like, I'm finishing. Yeah, but they don't have any, a lot of them don't have technique. Like right. Yeah, see, and that's, ex- the, see, right. that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they have no technique. <laughs> and then, yeah. I mean, and not only was he winning, he was finishing all of his opponents. Yeah. Knock out or submission. I mean, yeah. he asked to be released from his contract, and now he fights in Asia. Oh, oh, oh that's where he's been. I yeah, he's been in, this, okay. in this promotion called 1FC. Okay. Martial arts from the CEO downward. Martial artists. Yeah. And so when they go there, the rule sets are a little different, but 
you don't hear about people. You don't see people getting in each other's face and bumping chests and yeah, 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 ego, ego stuff. He says, I want to go there. He says, I don't want to do interviews. I don't want to talk trash on Twitter. I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to have to hype the fights. Yeah, he says, I'm a martial artist who fights for a living, not a fighter. And he's over there now doing well, shockingly enough. But the the money doesn't come from. The spec it's the, it's the boxing model. The money doesn't come from pay-per-view, it comes from promoters mm-hmm. or advertisers. Mm-hmm. Remember with all of the best fights we've ever seen around free on, on oh, ESPN? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. I mean what was it? I mean Hagler versus um Well that was on pay per view, uh, but but uh, uh a lot of Hearns versus uh Hagler was on Wide World of Sports for free. Because yeah. they made yeah, the money right. from the advertisers. Right. So the fighters didn't have to have to fight. They went out there and talk minimal trash. I'm gonna knock mm-hmm. this chump out, you know? yeah. <laughs> and that was it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't pushing each other and you know yeah. calling each other out on whatever the case may be. But I think it's plateauing because I think people are getting tired of that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I, I think, uh, I think the, the, the traditional class of martial arts, you know, block, punch, kick. That I, I don't think that'll ever go anywhere. That will never go anywhere. And I think you can have the same element of, of rock'em, sock'em fighting in traditional martial arts as you do in MMA. All yes. you gotta do is just take out, pull out the plugs. Right. You know, if you just because you're wearing a nice, beautiful, clean, crisp white gi, doesn't mean you can't get down. Oh you man, know? I saw this uh, you know? this JKA tournament in Japan. There was you know no gloves based kind of. I mean, it's the good old yeah, stuff. Yeah. Man, people were getting stretched. Yeah. Know? But yeah. the technique was so cleaner, though. They may right. not have been bouncing right. around right. all the right. stuff, right. but they right. would, you see that straight line, and you could feel the second one of them arranged, somebody was going to attack. Right. And they right. did. Right. It was like, right. Right. The, the thing I saw, and what you guys have done, the dude trapped the guy's lead hand exactly. and came right over the top of the thrust exactly. punch. Exactly. Hit the dude in the nose, and that dude couldn't get to the ground fast enough. He was like, <laughs> I know. And it was like, I did not sign up for this. But I mean, it was like, it was so clean. I think yeah. people, there's, you know, there was a one punch, one kill theory and then it became myth and then it became debunked because people largely know you're not going to kill somebody with not with one punch they didn't understand that it was mindset that they're talking about more than anything you know mm-hmm. and they didn't train that hard anyway so they definitely weren't doing the same kind of damage per punch so to see a shot like that i think that would be something that people would remember yeah mm-hmm. I, I think we have to uh <clears throat> i don't think it's a good idea to debunk the one punch myth and here's why because a lot of guys have been in the ring and you get out of the ring and a day or two later or whatever they die right you know uh because you can you can mess up somebody's uh lining of their stomach or right. hit them in the head and cause some kind of delayed uh, uh, problem later right. on, you know? And it happened. And it has happened. But you don't hear about that. You don't hear about it, no. But it has happened. I absolutely agree with that you part. So when I say debunk, I don't mean that it can't exist. I mean that yeah. the ease at which it can happen. Right. But what I tell people is, I go, look, you're training a couple hours a week. These guys train a couple hours a day. Every day. And when <laughs> yeah. they hit something, they're out there hitting a wooden block. You know, right. it's like... Right. <clears throat> They're like heavy bag for what? Right. You know, they're out there hitting that makiwara and you see, right. you practice the same thing and you hit a dude in the chin, he's uh-huh. going to sleep. Like, uh-huh. and, and the intensity, and see, this is why average Joe Blow has to train different mm-hmm. 
than the kid that goes to the gym three, four times a week and trains for four or five hours. Right. Okay, so average Joe Blow, he has a family to deal with. He has uh, a career to deal with, uh, a job, school, maybe, business, whatever the case may be. And when he trains, all of what the kid does in three, four days a week, he has to put in, average Joe Blow has to put in about two minutes. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. the situation is different. What he's fighting for is different. What he's fighting for is yeah, different. And you know something, too? Because remember the uh, doctor he trained? You know, he said, make it real simple. Yeah. And yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. followed him out to his car. Yeah. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Probably had it down. Here's the button. Here's what you're throwing. You turn those hips and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was right. a success story right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. He's an older guy, a uh-huh. surgeon. Uh-huh. I mean, he couldn't do a spawn, kumite, and stuff like that. His hands. His hands. And another thing, too, that's why you don't see professional people, you know, uh, CEOs and mm-hmm. surgeons and all this kind of stuff. You don't see them in there doing jujitsu and punching and kicking and sparring. Because you, you can't go in and look at all lumped up. Yeah. <laughs> you go into the office looking like Leon Speaks. So t- <laughs> Why the hell you did? What's <laughs> your specialty? Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. 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 So that's why his training has to be precise, concise. Yeah. You know, he has yeah. no, there's no room for mistake. You know, right. so when he throws that jab, he's mm-hmm. got to follow right to the solar plex. Boom, boom, and get right. up and, and hey. That's it. And now let me let me go over here and deal with because my wife or my child maybe they're in right. danger. So when he so when this guy he, when he hits somebody or when she hits somebody, you can believe they're gonna send the message. Yeah, they're reaching for the backbone, not the stomach. Yeah, right. and that's the way you should train with intensity. Right. When you throw that punch or throw that kick, man, boom, boom, boom. It's, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to go back home. <laughs> if I make I, it. I thought you were somebody else, my bad. <laughs> I thought you were somebody else. I hear somebody calling you. Let me get on yeah. out of here. Yeah. My gizzard is still intact. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, that's, so that's that's different training with intensity than going through the motions. Going through the motions, right. training for a competition next month. Yeah. Right. You and know? I think people, if they could see that part of traditional training, the problem is, Little Johnny down to Master Kim's Taekwondo got his black belt at 11. So uh-huh. how seriously oh, can yeah. you take that, really? <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. And I told one, I mean, I'm teaching this kid's class now, but I said, when I teach adults, you have something to lose. I said, mm-hmm. I'm not married. I don't have kids. So that's not to say I don't have anything to lose. My life, but sure. you have, your life would affect immediately, the loss of your life would immediately affect six or seven people like that. Right. I mean, in a tragic, catastrophic way. Yeah. You haven't got time to be cute. I'm like, Tiger's mouth to the throat. That's mm-hmm. my answer to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you down here last week, you did that video. When the guy goes, Jesus, that guy right there. I'm like, yes, throat. It always yeah. works. It always works. I said, always I said throat, tiger's claw, or crane's beak in the eyes. That's mm-hmm. what I go for mm-hmm. first. You know, that quick finger flick. Right, right. You just always say, right. look him in the eyes. Right, right. Then right. what? Right. Laugh a second. Then he <laughs> 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 can't see this. You can't even see this. You wind up and. You can drag your knuckles to the ground. Exactly. <laughs> you throw a country right after you can't see nothing. That's right, man. Yeah, yeah. It all comes down to that intensity, man, and right. and, and willing to evolve. Right. You know, intensity, uh, evolve. You can't beat it, man. Yeah. You know, and I, I think if people could see that part of traditional yeah. stuff, like yeah. 
I think that the martial arts from the traditional aspect would get more love. Right. Like for a minute, there was like ESPN. Now there's like eighty thousand channels, but it was ESPN mm-hmm. and ESPN and late night. They had these mm-hmm. these uh these sparring competition. Well, sparring, so to speak, uh-huh. and forms and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, that went away. But if even if the other organizations could get together and put together a traditional martial arts program, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of martial arts themed shows. That's why the Karate right. Kid does so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly enough, um, there's a show on YouTube called uh, The Cobra Kai, which yeah. is the show from the loser of the Karate Kid one, his yeah. perspective. And, yeah. it, and it's yeah. a really good show. <laughs> yeah. Enough nostalgia for the people that saw it the first time, right. but you don't have to see it, but it's a lot more morality-based and right. stuff. Right. Right. There's right. fighting, yes, right. but yeah. it's a lot more morality-based. Yeah, you know, that's, that's another thing, too. I think traditional martial arts is morality-based. Right. Whereas MMA, to me... There's no. What about? I, I'm looking. What's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of like there's no. Um, well, there's no humanizing element. Yeah. It's not to say that they're all thugs yeah. and knuckleheads. Oh no. But the thugs all. and knuckleheads are treated differently. For example, Conor McGregor went out there and he was winning fights. Oh, but he's a clown. He, yeah. I mean, he literally yeah. went out there and acted like Vince McMahon from the WWE, a promoter yeah. of sport fighting. Khabib Nurmagomedov has a wife and two children that people have never seen. Uh-huh. He's 28 and no, and he mauls upon them, uh-huh. and he mauled Connor. Uh-huh. But he's also a Russian Muslim who doesn't talk trash. He ain't uh-huh. going to get uh-huh. no love from uh-huh. the international scene. No, no let me no. take that back. <clears throat> he's not going to get no love in this country. Uh-huh. He's been doing seminars in Abu Dhabi and all that really? since since then. Because mm-hmm. people, I mean, he's a Muslim, and he's respectful, and people love sure. him. So he's sure. been making a sure. killing in the Middle East, and his mindset is different. He right. said... I, I met this brother who interviewed him once. He said he actually went to Dagestan with him. Uh-huh. He said after the Connor fight, he might be like, yeah, I'm done. I don't need to do this. I have enough money. Mm-hmm. He said, and when he was in Dagestan, he saw people that had nothing but were happy. Mm-hmm. He said, most Americans don't get that without the this and the that. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. people are quiet. He said they trained. He said it was training. He said, he said, Khabib will never lose uh-huh. because even though he has money now, he trains the same way he did before. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard, guy, I heard the story. You know, Dagestan has like seven world championship wrestlers, which mm-hmm. Dagestan is like the size of national city. Like, it's not a big Dang. place at all. Mm-hmm. So to think about that many champions coming out of a place that small. Like, even if it was all of San Diego County, mm-hmm. that's a small place to have seven Dang. world wrestling wow, that's champions. that's pretty small, yeah. Dagestan yeah. is like the size of national city and canton. And it's called Southeast. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Seven world champions come wow. out of there. Hmm. And they, a lot. this guy mm-hmm. said he saw Khabib training. He said he brought six Dagestani wrestlers. And normally, you know, you have like these Iron Man gauntlets where they do five mm-hmm. minutes with the fresh yeah. guy. Yeah. No, nah. <clears throat> Khabib went until all of them quit. Wow. Dagestani wrestlers. He went through five of them uh-huh. and then started hitting the heavy bag. Mm-hmm. Wow. That dude is an animal. Yeah. But he doesn't talk trash. Most people don't even know he has a wife and kids. He's humble. He lives with his father in Dagestan. He trains in San Jose, uh-huh. but then he lives in Dagestan. So uh-huh. Doesn't have to. Yeah, he's a very humble guy, man. And very if people could guy. see that traditional aspect stuff, I think yeah. they would do. I think that would serve us better. Yeah. As a as a martial arts community. Yeah. Even though he does wrestling primarily, if people could see that. Yeah. Like I, I like to see more. More MMA people like that. What's his name? Megamedov? Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he mauled yeah. Connor, and yeah, that's that's he's the model of mm-hmm. how you yes. should be. It's, it's yeah. the civil versus state. Look at Lyoto Machida. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, 
bows before every fight before mm-hmm. he goes out mm-hmm. there. The Shotokan and Shotokan can be wide stance, mm-hmm. but man, mm-hmm. they don't have an answer for his distance mm-hmm. and his timing, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, well, another thing too, if you have uh, people that you look up the champion, so <clears throat> you have uh, a champ that uh, not humble, mm-hmm. loud mouth and say what he's gonna do to someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, people that's watching to look up to them, then they emulate them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. can't get healthy food from a was it from a riding tree or something mm-hmm. like yeah, that, yeah. or yeah. trees don't healthy yeah. trees don't produce riding food or something like mm-hmm. that. But that's yeah. the idea that. I, I think that if, if traditional martial arts want to get its feet back under it and become more widely accepted, yeah. they've got to put that stuff out. That, there's enough WKAs and JKAs. There's enough organizations to put out, even if they get together and said, we all do something a little differently, but we all do karate. And this is what it looks like. I right. think that will right. go a long right. way in restoring yeah. the reputation <laughs> mm-hmm. because otherwise we're going to have a bunch of schools that produce fighters, not martial artists. That's right. Yeah. That is right. That is right. Because right. the MMA schools that run traditional school formats do very well, mm-hmm. but people also complain about that. Mm-hmm. In um, in San Diego, over there by the sports arena, uh, Saulo Hibiero, multiple-time world champion jiu-jitsu, he and his brother. Between the both of them, there's like 18 world championships. Whew. I mean, Man. gi and no gi, they're just killers. Yeah. They had a 7th degree Kodakon black belt teaching there also, judo. Yeah. And this guy was complaining that he had to learn to count in Portuguese and Japanese. <laughs> I'm like, you know the wealth of, <laughs> yeah. of learning. That's, if you want to be a grappler, you got man. a top-level Kodakon mm-hmm. black belt, mm-hmm. top-level Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, guys, gi mm-hmm. and no gi. If you're a grappler, you can throw them, and you can you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can learn to hear. He was mad. He had to learn how to count in yeah. Japanese and Portuguese. Jeez. 40 whole numbers. He had to count to 20. 40 whole numbers. <laughs> that 20 and 20 is 40. That's <laughs> as far as I know, but he was upset. Let me get my calculator. He was mad oh, at right me. <laughs> He was mad that they made them line up because he ran it like a judo club, like yeah. a judo club. Everybody lined yeah. up, see the student this side, or that. He was mad because he didn't like the form. He didn't like the rigidity of that. Nah. I'm like, that's what you're mad about? You go to work every day and you have to do exactly what you're told. Your says. Yeah, but you're mad at this, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know. It's where we live in, I guess. That's where we live in. That's where we live in. Some people are unappreciative and don't realize what they have. Mm-hmm. Ain't that you know, true. you never realize. What you what you have until it's gone, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So you know, they, they may not appreciate your your presence, then you make them appreciate your absence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, like that. I remember that. Uh, yes. So, yeah, it, it's it's uh it's it's crazy, man. I just think people have some kind of moral base under you. Yeah. Right. Uh. Uh, don't fight with your ego and don't fight with tradition. <laughs> right, right. You know, and uh, well, that's, that'd be all right. That'd well, shoot, right. that's good enough for me. That was a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, you guys can check me out at martialartsoakland.com, but by far the most important thing is please be kind to yourselves and each other.